So I'm very pleased we've been asked to do an article for Aquarius Magazine for next month's issue. And the article that they've asked me to write is concerning a new thought perspective on oneness. So I've been mulling this over. What's it going to look like? What's it going to feel like? All that great stuff. And I've had a few thoughts and ideas. And so far, the only thought that wants to stay covers the first two lines. And the two lines more than likely will be achieving a consciousness of oneness with spirit is an effortless and easy task. It is the maintaining of a consciousness of oneness throughout the average day with all of life's interactions and occurrences, which for many presents a multitude of opportunities for continued growth and practice, myself included. Now, we love these first two lines as they may be applied to almost any spiritual principles and practices we find ourselves resonating with. One in particular would be practicing the art of demonstration. In The Science of Mind, Holmes wrote this. He said, through the mental and spiritual activity of thought directed towards a definite end, we bring about a greater good, a more abundant life, a better condition than existed before. We can demonstrate at the level of our ability to know. So reframing the first two lines of the Aquarius article for the Holmes quote, it might be, we could say, achieving a demonstration through the practice of creative, informative, spiritual principles is an effortless and easy task. It is the maintaining of the practice of creative, informative, spiritual principles throughout the average day with all of life's interactions and occurrences, which accounts for a multitude of opportunities for continued growth and practice, myself included. You believe in the spiritual process of creation, thought, image, word, transcending into form. You have a daily practice of affirmative prayer, meditation, and powerful visualization. Yet. I know that sometimes the burning desire that you have for the better condition, whatever it seems, or whatever it is, just seems to be sitting on the launching pad of creation. The engines are revving, the exhaust is coming out of the booster rockets, the countdown is complete. However, the desire, the intention, stays on the launching pad. No liftoff. What's that all about? Ever been there? Everyone has. Let's take another look at the Holmes statement. Here's what he said. He said, through the mental and spiritual activity of thought directed towards a different end, we bring about a greater good, a more abundant life, a better condition than existed before. We can demonstrate at the level of our ability to know. The key phrases here, that we want to bring forward are this, the mental and spiritual activity directed toward the level of our ability to know. 
So as we speak of the mental and spiritual activity, we are speaking of the activity of presence, the vibration, the emotion. When we say directed towards, we're speaking, of course, about the focus of your mind, the convergence of your desire with the only desire of spirit to express as something new and wonderful through and as you. And lastly, as we are speaking of your ability to know, we are speaking of a consciousness of clarity and faith so strong that if someone throws a doubt or negative comment towards you, that you automatically, that energy, energy field that you find yourself within, that you've ensconced yourself within, all of the sudden, you're, you're like Wonder Woman with magic bracelets deflecting those comments. Ding, ding. I'm loving the 80s on CNN right now. Let me tell you. Esther Hicks said, if something you want is slow to come do, to you, it can be for only one reason. You are spending more time focused upon its absence than you are about its presence. And we would add to this insight to focus upon an absence is to focus upon anything unlike the desire. To mentally focus on anything other than the desire is to be focusing on absence. So we understand the desires on the launching pad. It's raring to go. We want to bring you into the awareness that the art of demonstration requires an understanding and practice that the spiritual practice is the launching pad. Life and its day-to-day -day activities is the flight of the practice. And the destination is the demonstration. Consistently operating from this level of awareness, you will find that you will begin effortlessly achieving desire to demonstration, which is the title of our lesson this morning desire to demonstration. Now, there is an entire universe of good for you to demonstrate, and it's yours for the creating and the taking. So why not create it and take it? There is no one and no thing within any realm of the multidimensional existence capable of keeping you from this truth. You came on this ride of the human to master the principles of creation. So what do you say? How about we start creating? We want to get to some we want to get something out of the way right up front. And what we want to get out of the way right up front is the new age guilt trip that many want to take over and over and over again. Ooh, let's write it again, mommy. Ultimately, at the energetic level. Yes, everyone is responsible for their demonstration, the good and the not so hot. So recalling something that we expressed a moment ago, absence is the focus upon anything unlike the desire. We want to say the more one focuses on the good they have created and will create and uses that feel-good vibration of that focus to direct, guide the activity of their thought and word, the more, the less than positive demonstration our demonstrations fade from the individual's creative vibrational field. 
guide your focus to be only on the desired good. Anything else, anything else doesn't serve you. Don't need to talk about your past. Don't need to talk about the mistakes you made. Don't need to live them over and over and over again in your mind. I've had people say, do you think this, these spiritual principles will work for me? And I'm always like, well, sure, of course they will. But you know, you don't know my past. Some would say, I'm a sinner. And we're like, welcome home. <laughs> You're going to fit right in. We want to focus on the good we're creating, not the old energy we're done with. Our affirmation card this week is from Michael Beckwith, who said, creation is always happening. Every time an individual has a thought or a prolonged chronic way of thinking, they're in the creative process. Something is going to manifest out of those thoughts. Creation is always happening. Creation ignites on the launching pad of practice. Creation is in process as you go about your day, and creation is fulfilled by the demonstration of the desire. As creation is always happening, you are always creating. You are always creating. The only question is, does the focus, the clarity and faith remain in alignment with the desire as we go about our day-to-day -day life? Not only focus and clarity and faith for the demonstration of the desire, there must also be focus, clarity and faith as you, as you being, actually being the conduit for the demonstration of the desire. You are the creator, the conduit, and the beneficiary. The CCB, if you will. We like that. Everybody's going to be CCBs going forward. The creator, the conduit, and the beneficiary. So we're going to give you an example, a great example. Love this. I've used it before. It's about two guys. Two, they get shipwrecked on a desert island, and they end up with nobody around. And one guy is just totally freaking out, and he's saying, you know, we're never going to get found. We're just doomed to be here. We're going to be here forever. And the other guy says, eh, don't worry about it. I earn $100,000 a week. Everything is going to be perfectly okay. And the first guy says, you know, well, what does it matter how much money you make? We're on, we're on a deserted island. And the guy says, well, you know, I earn $100,000 a week. And I tithe 10% a week. So trust me, my pastor will find me. You bet your sweet whoopee. Now that's being a CCB, creating, being the conduit and the beneficiary of the demonstration of desire. The faith and clarity were not diminished, were not diminished by the current fleeting circumstance. This is what we really get, what need folks to focus on. If you're not centered in that intention, that desire, that feel-good energy when it comes into play, ever had that new thought, oh, I think I want to do this? And in that moment of perfect creation, it feels possible, right? That feeling of possible. So far, you haven't shared it with anybody. And it just feels so good and so right. That feeling 
that is not shrouded by the naysayers, the doubts, the past, that instantaneous feel-good feeling, that's pure God. That's pure God. And that's what you want to resonate with. That's the feeling that you want to be within. That's the desire that you want to hold. Not just the vision, but that feeling. And if you don't set your intention to do that throughout your day, being the, the creator, the conduit, and the beneficiary, you're creating by default. You're creating by default. And when people create by default, one of two things is going to happen. They're either going to create based on the energy of their previous experiences, or they're going to create based on the energy of those around them. Ooh. Ooh. How's the family? So we want to be strong in our intention to hold that vision and to hold that vision ensconced in that feeling of pure God. Deepak Chopra said if we get down to specifics, the act of creation is reducible to one ingredient, intention. Intention, pure intention. And the pure intention is the pure possibility. The pure intention does not have all the past lining up with it. The pure intention is that sweet spot of thought that is untethered to the past. And it's just your idea. That feel good, that one moment idea where you say, I can do this. Wouldn't that be great? And you take that intention and you live with it throughout your day. You take that feeling and you live with it throughout your day. Now, people are going to say, oh, well, that sounds easy. Sometimes it, it doesn't feel easy. It doesn't feel easy because there's distractions during the day. Sometimes you may get on your own deserted island and you don't die 10,000 a week, so I can't come and find you. So you have to build up your own strength, your own faith, and you have to begin saying, well, what have I created? And look at the journey from the perspective of not good or bad. There is no good or bad. There is only that which you have created and that which you choose to maintain and that which you choose to release. Follow that? Of course you do. You're a powerful and those things that you choose to maintain, that's the good. Those things that you choose to release, those are the things that, as we like to say, aren't so hot. But the reality is, it doesn't matter whether they're not so hot. What matters is you recognizing that you have the power to create. This is what happens. People say, well, you know, I've created all this negative stuff in my past. All that says to me is that you're a powerful creator. It doesn't say you can't create. It says you can. So now go and create some of that universal good, universal good that's out there, that's waiting for you. Robert Fritz once said, once you make the fundamental choice 
to be the predominant creative force in your life. Any approach you choose to take for your own growth and development can work. And you are especially attracted to those approaches which will work particularly well for you. Particularly well for you. But once you set the intention to grow and expand, once you set the intention to work as the creative process that you are, what you're going to find is that energy that you're in is an energy of space, an energy of strength. And the universe is going to begin automatically responding to you. Things are going to be popping up within your journey. People are going to say, oh, you're trying to work on this? Let me help you with that. Or all of a sudden, things will be starting to make sense to you. You know, know, we're building a new website as we speak. Now, mind you, telling you, I've had the software to do this going on six to nine months. And I could not figure it out for the life of me. And then earlier this week, I sat down, did treatment work, visualized what the new website's going to look like, and by God, by the end of the week, I'm an expert in WordPress. Oh my God. A few things to tweak here and there. But the reality is, I set the intention. The reality is, I wasn't going to let anything else get in the way of getting this done. Anything else getting in the way of this done. I knew that mind being infinite, mind being one, all of the experience, all of the activity that people had concerning WordPress, it might not existed within me in that moment, but it always exists within infinite mind. And all I had to do was set the intention to be that resonating force. Now that principle, that practice applies to anything. I want to be Somebody, let's say somebody says, I want to be the most sought-after boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other there is. So they're going to do that affirmative prayer work. They're going to do that visualization work. And then they're going to go about their day only holding that feel-good feeling, only holding that visualization, only taking multiple multivitamins every single day so they can live up to that affirmation. And the universe is going to begin to respond. The universe is going to begin drawing to you new thoughts, new ideas, new people and experiences. Because within you is the power of the universe. As you are, you are that point of expression for the infinite intelligence of the divine. There's a wonderful old parable, and it's about the gods of the ancients, and they they just debated over and over again where to hide their wealth of wisdom and power. And they finally decided on hiding it deep within the hearts and minds of humankind itself. Their rationale was they realized and knew that humankind would look everywhere 
across the planet except within their own heart and their own consciousness. Great story because it points out to us this notion that we have to look outside of ourselves for our greater good has been going on for eons. And now where we are is we're in that awareness that, well, wait a minute, I want to operate beyond that. I want to operate in that as that CCB, being the creator, the conduit, and the beneficiary. And that's going to require me to know, know like I know like I know, like I know, the power is within. The power is within. And once you begin operating that way, you're going to find people are going to be assigning that power to you. They're going to stop doubting you. I was in a private conversation, private conversation, a couple of weeks ago. And I was expressing my support for a particular presidential candidate. Okay? And that's all I was doing. And I'm allowed to do that privately. I wouldn't do it from the podium, as you know. But word got out about this conversation. And somebody said to me afterwards, a couple weeks later, you know, I really wish you wouldn't express support for that particular candidate. And I said, well, why not? Well, because you're adding power to the idea that they may become president. I appreciate the vote of confidence, let me tell you. Remember Esther Hicks. We do not want to focus on the absence. So we want to focus on what we believe are the preferred candidates. What we believe. It doesn't matter what anybody else feels. It doesn't matter what you see on Facebook. Every time I see somebody post an anti-something, I'm thinking they're plugging for the, for, for the person energetically that they don't want to vote for. Tell me what's good. Tell me what you like about that and your particular candidate. The way we do, the way we win a presidential election, the way we demonstrate is by focusing on the good we want to create and letting nothing get in our way. It's a great guy by the name of Kyle Maynard. Some of you guys might know him now. He's also actually a motivational speaker. And Kyle was born with a condition known as congenital amputation. And he's the first quadruple amputee to successfully ascend Mount Kilimanjaro without any prosthetics. He made this happen by taping pieces of bicycle tires to the ends of his limb to protect him as he scaled the mountain. A lady by the name of Bethany, Bethany Hamilton, a young girl, was just 13 years old when she got bitten by a shark while surfing, and the shark took her arm. And after a month of operation, she returned to her favorite sport, learning how to surf with one arm and a customized board, and is still surfing. A fellow by the name of Major Stephen Snyder Hill was booed by the audience members of a 2000 presidential, 2011 presidential debate when he brought up the issue of being able to serve while being in an open relationship with his partner. But after patiently waiting, 
and continuing to serve his country. He was fi finally able to marry his partner a couple of years ago after being in the military for over 20 years. Dawn Loggins, a former school janitor and straight-A student at her high school in North Carolina, was homeless her senior year because her, her, apparent, her parents, who were drug abusers, abandoned her. And so she didn't want her situation to limit her. And so she used that as a means to say, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through. This is how I am creating my journey. And she wrote an essay and submitted it to Harvard. You know what happened? She got a full scholarship to Harvard. Fellow named, some of you guys may know this name, by the fellow by the name of Jan Holm. I'm getting that wrong, I apologize. And now he immigrated to the U.S. with his parents as a teen. And in the early 90s, he survived on welfare and food stamps, barely graduating high school in California. In 2009, he founded a little company. You might have heard of it. It's called WhatsApp. And WhatsApp, of course, caught Facebook's eye. And when the deal closed, Cohn's take on the $19 billion deal was said to be somewhere around $7 billion. So what is the common thread in these stories? Whether they realize it or not, all of these folks that we just discussed are CCBs. They're the creators, the conduits, and the beneficiaries. The common theme of their story is the activity of the thought, word, and mental focus was maintained at a much higher vibration and vision than their current experience. Sometimes a higher vibration and vision than the experience of those around them. Gold medalist Jesse Owens said something wonderful once. He said the battles that count aren't the ones for the gold medals. The struggles within yourself, the invisible, inevitable battles inside all of us. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. You are a powerful creator, a master of the creative process. You are intended to effortlessly transcend your desire into a demonstration of the good of your choosing. Yet many are going to spend their time struggling with the world of effects, struggling with the world of effects, the old thoughts of doubt, memories of the past, all the woulda, coulda, shouldas of life, forgetting that absence is, is focusing upon anything unlike the desire. Listen carefully. Creation does not take a vacation. always happening. Creation is, does not take a vacation. It's always happening. Anthony Robbins said, always remember that you are bigger than the moment. You are bigger than the moment. You are more than anything that could have ever happened to you. And as in that being bigger than, he's referring to the divinity that you are. It is in that being bigger than He's saying to you in a really roundabout way that 
you have access to this infinite mind, this infinite wisdom, this power of right and perfect action. And what keeps people from that is simply the awareness that they have access to it. People will say, well, do you really think I can do with do this? I don't, I'm not sure if I can. And that's why they don't. That's why they don't. Because they haven't built up that strength and that faith yet. That strength of faith in who they are and what they've created. It's not a matter of what you've created. It's a matter that you can create. That's what matters. And when you've got that, then you can focus on the good that you choose to create. Someone once said, how does, a, how does one become a butterfly? You must want to fly so much that you're willing to give up being a caterpillar. Isn't that awesome? You have to give up being a caterpillar. So somewhere along the way, those old, that old stuff that we looked at earlier that we want to maintain, and that we want to release caterpillar butterfly, we have to decide. And it's in the release of it that I know some folks stumble over. It's hard for me to let go of the past. It's hard for me to recognize fully throughout the day how powerful that I am because this and this and this has occurred or this and this and this is going on. And what we want to point out is focusing on that is, is still what you're creating. So let it go. Begin focusing on the strength of the vision. And you can focus on the strength of the vision by focusing on the strength of you. You can let go of that notion that you are not powerful, that you are not strong, that you are not that perfect expression of source in the now. Because nothing else is true for you. Nothing else is true for you. I love it when people say, well, you know, I want to go back and listen to the talk over and over and over again. That's great. And I know why people do that. They do that because they don't hear enough how powerful they are. They don't hear enough that they are present in perfect function and form. And there is that myriad of opportunity, whether it's past thought or people around them that wants to, to bring them back into that idea that somehow, because they made a mistake, that somehow, because they're, they didn't demonstrate some piece of good, or maybe they demonstrated some bad, something bad or, or not positive, that somehow they are less than, and they are not less than. They are simply evolving expressing, manifesting at their ability to know. So know something else. Just know something else. And you can listen to that talk, you can listen to that CD, you can read that affirmation card over and over and over again until it becomes ingrained as a part of your energy. You know, part of what we've done on the new website, and this is available now. The new website's not up, so don't go check. Just so you know. But part of what we've done, we've gone ahead and released the, the need to sign in for the talk. So now they're available 
available worldwide again. Everybody can download and listen and yada, 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 yada. Getting too many requests. What's my login ID? And we say that because you need to hear several times a day how powerful you are. You need to be aware several times a day how powerful you are. And you need to take the time to find that sweet spot of creation, that point where the new idea is not clouded by the past or what others are saying or what has or has not been done, when it just feels possible. Because it is in that feeling of it being possible, you're operating as pure God. Propel that into the next moment. Propel that into the next moment. And so on and so on and so on until that is not only what you're propelling throughout the day, that is what you're living throughout the day. Got it? So, we want you to know be very mindful that whatever you came in here with, whether it's some old idea, whether it's the feeling of this is something that I want to create, but I'm not sure that I can, that's over. That ends today. And it ends in this moment, the instant you choose to say, I'm the creator, I'm the conduit, I'm the beneficiary. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. And in that truth of me, in that truth of me, I know, like I know, like I know, all of my desires effortlessly transcend into demonstration. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. All right, if you would please say the offering affirmation with me. Infinite mind. Infinite power. In as and through me. In as and through me. Blesses and multiplies my offering. Blesses and multiplies my offering. It does its good and perfect work. It does its good and perfect work. And returns to me. And returns to me. Multiplied abundantly. Multiplied abundantly.